0: QB Power Hour. Uh, today we're going to be talking about what's new in QB Desktop 2021. So this is a rarity uh, for the Power Hour because typically we, we tend to focus on what's new in QuickBooks Online. Uh, but last Monday, uh, QuickBooks Desktop was, was launched, uh, QuickBooks Desktop 2021. Uh, so we are going to just kind of highlight those new features, new and improved features in QuickBooks Desktop uh, 2021. Uh, today, uh, we're not going to be joined by Michelle. Uh, unfortunately, she had a death in the family, um, and so she's not going to be joining us today, but we do have some extra special guests uh, joining us today. Uh, I am going to post on our Facebook group uh, just a little message um, for for Michelle. So if you are a member of the QB Power Hour uh, Facebook group, uh, which is close to 10,000 uh, members, uh, go in there and, and uh, let, let Michelle know that you're you're thinking about her today. Uh, my name is Dan DeLong, and uh, owner of Danwith, where we transform businesses through technology. Formerly of Intuit for about eighteen years, um, and uh, technically editing QBO for Dummies uh, sixth edition already. Uh, so, and uh, and working with a, a couple of uh, folks that are joining us today. So, Matt, uh, or, I'm sorry, um, Carrie is next. Carrie Kahn, well, want to introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, I'm Carrie Kahn and uh, I actually work with Dan on our project of School of Bookkeeping. Um, I'm also advanced certified like Michelle with Desktop Online. We've been in this industry forever. I'm also a reseller, member of the Trainer Writer Network, as you can see all these things on here. So I'm really excited to be here. And as many know, I don't hide how much I love desktop. So (laughs) I'm happy to help (laughs) and highlight some of these new features.
0: Your motto is desktop is not dead,
1: right? No, it's not. It's still a choice. Pick the right one for your customer. Right.
0: And we're also joined again by friend of the show, Matthew Fulton. Matt, introduce yourself for us.
2: Hello, everybody. I'm Matthew Fulton with Parkway Business Solutions, um, as well as a co-creator of the Facebook group QB Community Live with my good friend, Linda Artisanti. Uh, It's a group much like QB Power Hour. Well, the infant version of it. We're still growing, I should say. But it's based on the concept of together we all succeed so i am i'm honored to be on the qb power hour again for a second time it, it's exciting to see after so many years of everybody talking about dust is dead dust is dead this revitalization of this product which is so important to so many people
0: exactly and now both of you are, are members of the intuit uh, trainer writer network um now does that involve um you know, how that, what, what kind of interaction is that when, when do you do trainings or do you uh, write? You know, is it more focused on the writing part for you or the or the training part for you? Uh,
2: for me, Sophie, has oh. about that, apparently. <laughs> um, for me, it's been more on the training side of it than anything else. Um, I, I'm sorry, I said that the wrong way. The writing side of it is creating <laughs> articles, just sharing knowledge, everything else. Uh, I I was one of the more recent people added to the trainer writer network and haven't had much opportunity to conduct trainings where you would necessarily go out to do the trainings for some strange reason this year. Yeah, uh, but,
0: I'm not sure why that uh, why that's happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and for me too, there's there's a lot of opportunities to write blogs, to do stuff for within Intuit projects, and then trainings and and classes and webinars. It's really covers the gamut of stuff. So um, it's a lot of opportunities and networking. And and this year has been very unusual. So we can (laughs) still do these things virtually. So the education can continue. Exactly.
2: Real quickly, Um, add to it mm -hmm. though, anybody who's interested in it, it has been one of the most beneficial things that I've ever been a part of. And truly what they're looking, they look for is there. It's for people that are out there, sharing their knowledge willing to contribute that's how you become seen and get the opportunity to be knocked you know tapped on the shoulder for it so it's it's absolutely worth it
1: yeah if you're as you're crazy and passionate about it you know there's an application process and so forth but it is like you said absolutely worth it awesome
0: well again thank you both for for joining especially on such short notice <laughs> um so I really appreciate you both coming on um I was talking to Matt before we we, we broadcast uh that it's kind of funny because uh this is like Matt's month <laughs> to be on the on the QB power hour we had a on last time for the uh the PPP with Hector um and then we did the same thing with his partner Linda uh in July where she came on for QBO advanced uh, roundtable and then we talked about the niche nuances so um, it's really funny about how, how things just kind of, how we are actually are a community of, of accountants. And I uh, really, again, appreciate you both coming on today. Um, so a little details about the, the upcoming uh, QB Power Hour webinars. Um, of course, we, we talk about desktop and QBO tips and tricks, new features, uh, plus marketing your practice. Um, we actually have the schedule of events. Uh, next, uh, next month uh, is actually all going to be focused around money movement. We're going to talk about the uh, Nebulous QuickBooks Cash account, um, and we'll have uh, Relay come on to talk about some of the big business banking solutions that they have, um, and then sending and receiving money uh, with uh, Melio. And if, if nothing else, we'll figure out what is the actual pronunciation of Melio. Is it Melio? Is it Melio? That will be the takeaway for, with nothing else for, for, for that one. Um, and then we've got some other, other things scheduled here. Uh, you have the PDF of the slides uh, is available there on that, on that link there. Um, I know we've been getting a lot of feedback about, I can't get the, the, to the slides. Um, and uh, we're, we're working on that. Um, actually today's update um, I, put in, uh, I put it in by the day, so, uh, so you should be able to see it by the date. That's the first, uh, first uh, uh, part of the name of, of the slide. So if you go to the, the, the link there, you should be able to see uh, the slides available there. There's uh, recordings of the prior, uh, uh, prior webinars as well as the podcast. Uh, so some new announcement. Uh, actually, with the QB Power Hour, this week we're going to be launching our brand new website, uh so we're going to have uh, a searchable archive uh the upcoming webinar calendar so that if you if you need to know what's what's upcoming um it should go live this Thursday uh so i didn't want to have that show up you know mid <laughs> mid uh you know this webinar uh cycle um we'll also have an email newsletter so Michelle and i are going to be writing a little bit more uh content and that will be part of the the email newsletter as well uh, so our agenda today um, the way we're going to kind of focus this is based on uh, the features that are already in 2020. Some of those things were released midstream. They call them uh, slipstream updates. Uh, so we'll talk about those, those features. Uh, then we'll talk about, and it'll all be cumulative. So uh, your features that are in all versions of QuickBooks Desktop, and then features that are in desktop subscriptions. Uh, that's a big, uh, big change this year with regards to uh, the subscription model that, that Intuit is rolling out and then features that are in uh, QuickBooks Accountant Edition and then the Enterprise uh, Platinum and Diamond uh, uh, versions of, of QuickBooks. So uh, first thing is our first poll. What version of QuickBooks are you using? So we'll go ahead and launch that. And uh, while uh, while people are answering that, um, oh, I did want to mention good. also if you have any questions uh, for uh, any of us, uh, put them in the Q and A section of the of the Zoom chat bar there uh, or Zoom control control bar at the bottom, uh, rather than the chat because sometimes that just keeps um, it scrolls by and it's it's really harder harder to, to to answer the questions. So if you do have any questions, uh, throw them in the the Q and A section and then we can share those uh, answers with everyone. Um, Matt or Carrie, do you have any, um, thoughts about, uh, uh, I mean, in your practice, do you use both or, or, uh, do you focus on one or the other?
1: So, it, well, I use internally, I use enterprise, absolutely love enterprise, but with our partner program, we have, we support both and, and, and help with both. So we're, I don't use QBO on a daily basis, but I love, I, I mean, i just love my enterprise. <laughs> I wish I could vote.
2: <laughs> How amazing was it though that the responses like the both just went, Boosh! like <laughs> immediately like launched off and we use both here. Our primary is QuickBooks online, um, but we absolutely use a uh, desktop environment. We've had, we've actually had a pretty substantial increase in the number of desktop clients we've taken this year for some reason
0: interesting. Uh so let me go ahead and close the poll here and we'll share the results. So yes, so 79% of you uh use both and uh 19% desktop only. So there are some folks with uh with QuickBooks online as well that are solely in here. So I appreciate you coming uh today to to find out what's on the other side of <laughs> what's on the other side of the hard drive in this case. <laughs> All right. So, first thing we want to talk about is uh what's up with the price uh with uh, yeah. with, with QuickBooks uh, desktop this year. Uh, cuz that was a little bit of a surprise because of the shift that uh that Intuit is encouraging and I'm using that word lightly, uh <laughs> subscription-based pricing for the software. So, um and this really kind of ties off against uh, you know, just the way the industry is is you know the software industry is in general. Uh, um, I don't know when I worked there um, in 2008. They always want you know they wanted to subscribe to this model of software as a service because they don't sell software. They sell licenses to software. So um, so this is just a way to uh, to tie that uh, in as a software as a service. Um, and that's with the Plus Edition. And that is going to be causing more confusion because there is a version of QuickBooks Online called Plus. <laughs> and now there is, uh, well, there, there always has been this Plus option with uh, with desktop. This is just making a little bit more of a resurgent uh, with this year's version <laughs> uh, of QuickBooks. So it's uh, the way they're encouraging this is uh, by increasing the cost of the one-time license. You can still buy it. Right, Carrie? I mean, as a yes. reseller, you do yes. have the ability to, to do that. Um, so the one-time fee for the license has gone up, but in the plus subscriptions, uh, those are a little lower, you know, to encourage that uh, to be able to do that. So uh, right. that's an annual subscription. Um, and, in, and to in, also encourage that, uh, plus subscriptions include extra services, uh, so the data backup, uh, the Intuit Data Protect, uh, is included, um, and that's not just for, uh, not just for the data file. You can back up other things as well. So if you have online backup subscriptions, Carbonite, you know the, this may re- replace that uh, for you or your clients. Um, and then uh, the customer care, uh, which will answer the how do I questions. We're not going to talk about <laughs> the good, bad, or indifferent. But you do have that, do have that option uh, to call. Mostly, uh, you know, what I put there for HDI is the "how do I" you know types of how do I handle this. How do you don't necessarily want to call them about how do I run my business? That's where we come in, right? As as uh, advisors, right?
2: No, Dan. Um, Ever since you've been gone, it's that HDI is just not the same. I mean, it's not. Masterful touch point was just so great. And one thing to just remind everybody, the US, when it comes to subscriptions, we are the last ones out there that are now moving over towards a subscription-based model for desktop. And our like all a lot of the different countries all have to do it monthly for some time now, for a couple of years.
1: And, and just to also mention to the so we got <laughs> it was it was announced on Monday that, you know, it was released on Monday. And um, and the price difference, it's not quite three times as much, but the one-time purchase only usually keeps you about three years and then you have to upgrade. So um, they have they literally, our cost for the Pro is, it used to be 184 It's now $359.99. So that's very expensive. And for the uh, Plus, if you get the subscription, which covers a year, $149.95. So I just tripled that price to see you know, you save a hundred dollars. So you've got to decide what's right for you, but don't be afraid of subscription. Enterprise has been doing it for, I think, like five or six years. It's literally the same thing. So you can, you know, put it on your local machine, but in the background, the technology is so it can see if you really have a subscription. And if you don't, if you're not active, it'll lock you out. Um, But don't be afraid of it. And you get, as we're going to go through, you get a couple bells and whistles extra Using it, so it's a, it's time to embrace the subscription because Intuit is making it financially better for you too.
0: Yeah, you'll get the latest version. So just like um, you know, uh, Patricia asked in the, the, the QA, Q and A, does this replace the ProAdvisor program? This Plus yeah. is does not replace the ProAdvisor program. This is for uh, end users of of you know your clients. They can ha- uh, purchase QuickBooks Pro plus where they can purchase uh quickbooks Premier Plus, and then that is the annual subscription cost and it's inclusive of the data backup uh, the included support you get the latest version so when you have an active plus subscription uh you'll and 2022 comes out next year it'll automatically be be associated with their account they don't have to install 2022 in order to keep continuing to use it if they like the 2021 uh, and they don't want to. Uh, yeah, don't feel it. the need to up update. Uh, you know, learn something new. There's new new products and or new features in that version. Um, if they don't need uh, want to, they don't have to. But they'll have access to it. Um, and then there's discounted hosting. You know, they get discounts on hosting. And then this year, uh, they're including a subscription only feature to also incentivize uh, the 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 going into the into the you. you adopting the plus or the software as a service uh, option so yeah it doesn't change the cost I mean, it doesn't uh, doesn't replace anything it's just a different purchasing option uh, for for QuickBooks desktop uh, so we'll talk first about the features that are in 2020 uh, that are in the latest version or the latest release of 2020 and also being billed as new features in 2021. Uh, So the PDF preview for emailing forms, there's improved uh, liability reminders, simplified the payroll setup, and QB capital funding. So the PDF preview uh, for emailing forms, uh, so you don't have to look, uh, you don't have to see what attachments look like um, after they've been emailed. Uh, You can do that right now within uh, within QuickBooks Desktop, when you go to uh, email them, there's an option there to, uh, to, to see the attached files and you can preview um, anything that is being attached uh, to the email rather than look in your outbox or CC yourself, what actually did that look like? And that's, also, that's for not just the, the invoices or, or uh, transactions that you're actually emailing, uh, but also for any attachments that you might be sending along. Uh, with them as well. Uh, There is uh, improved liability reminders, and uh, you can integrate your payroll reminders with an email calendar now. Uh, Now, this is only for desktop, uh, when you have a desktop email client. Uh, So, uh, what I mean by that is, if you have Outlook, (laughs) uh, or an email program that has a calendar associated with it, um, like if you're using Gmail, webmail-based email, it's probably not going to work that way because it has to detect that there is a a, an email, a, de, a default email on your computer. Um, so you can uh, create an email or a, a reminder for yourself inside the calendar to be able to make sure that you don't forget uh, to do your liability payments or do your uh, tax forms because late fees are awesome, aren't they, Matt?
2: I, I personally try to rack up as many of them as I can. I find it's a great way to use my money. <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> one thing to add that you're showing on the screen here, which is great. you were talking about the cloud-based like email programs. If you use the Windows Calendar, I'm sorry, Windows Mail program, you can actually link in your Google email, and it runs through that des- type of a desktop app, and it should be able to kind of connect to it and give you some hybrid aspect of it. But yeah, it, it's definitely. It's stuck to the desktop. It doesn't have uh, Icarus's wings to go to the cloud to give the, the reminders there. Good deal. Uh,
0: now, there's also simplified payroll setup. So there's less steps in the payroll setup. I mean, I, this has always been a, a, a nebulous uh, thing when you, when you launch the payroll setup and then there's, oh, there's only 42 <coughs> steps uh, <laughs> to, to set up the payroll. Because, I mean, you need to set up payroll correctly. Uh, so you want to make sure that those steps aren't missed, uh, but now it's uh, it's, it's consolidated uh, and you can invite your employee to fill in the, their personal payroll information, much like in uh, e- e- QBO, when you invite a, a contractor to enter in their, their 1099 information, they can do that stuff on their end and then it feeds back into, uh, into QuickBooks uh, desktop. So shared and leveraged uh, uh, options of being able to, set up your payroll uh, properly. And there is a simplified paycheck entry, as opposed to the detail of this huge uh, Excel spreadsheet of uh, historical uh, paychecks. Uh, So there's a basic and advanced uh, when you're setting up uh, payroll now in QuickBooks Desktop. Uh, Capital funding. um, If you don't know, uh, QuickBooks Capital is, uh, is a way to Provide or, or uh, increase cash flow by getting a, a short-term loan uh, with QuickBooks Capital, uh, and you can now access uh, access that from within QuickBooks, uh, and well as well as use the QuickBooks data to help secure the those short-term loans. So um, it makes it easier to apply because the data is already in QuickBooks uh, to be able to uh, get those short-term loans uh, inside of QuickBooks Desktop
2: now. What a great resource for revenue, right? Like for funds, right now as we're still expanding and working our way out of everything, you know, PPP related. This is another way for businesses to utilize their current sales to kind of extend their runway and and build back up their business. So it's great. Absolutely.
0: So we're going to now dive into the actual features of 2021. Um, so the biggest thing uh, this year is the improved bank feeds. Um, and we'll actually have Matt uh, kind of take the lead on, on that. Uh, we'll talk about uh, new, the new customer groups, uh, which leads into other features of automating the statements, um, customizing, uh, and you'll be able to customize payment receipts. Finally, some of these things are what took you so long features.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, um,
0: and then talk about the auto matching for uh, merchant payments. And there's some, uh, tools that are available in uh, with, with kind of coinciding with the with the launch of 2021 that we'll, we'll talk about as well. Uh, so yes, improved bank feeds. It looks more like QBO, but doesn't necessarily work so much like QBO as Matt and I were talking a little bit before the show. Wow.
1: Maybe um, so... steps got to get there one day, right?
0: <laughs> right. So oh. I'm going to stop, uh, stop sharing so that Matt can uh, kind of take take over here and uh, show what he's been uh, working on uh, over the weekend with, uh, with regards to the bank fees.
2: So, you know, the the good old saying, if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it probably is. It's not a QBO duck. Definitely. I mean, they look like the (laughs) QBO bank rules, but it's, it's a great improvement and it's, it's definitely much easier to look at with the eyes, but there are still some areas I think that um, will be exciting to see it evolve a little bit over time. Um <clears throat> most of the functionality is pretty much exactly the same. Now, what I've done here, so we could show is we've got some fake data in a fake company file and gives you the ability to kind of get a, a true feel for this. I have to say, my absolute favorite part about the new setup here, it's the search function right here. Having the search function gives you the ability that you can start to type anything in, like I can do coffee, and if I search it it will shrink down to just whatever will match to those, you know, to whatever I'm searching. So if you're doing a large rebuild of data, this becomes a very quick way to be able to come in, select all, which that's probably my second favorite feature is the select all button finally. And you can then quickly go in and modify these different transactions. You can update and modify them, of course. Now on the rule side of it, once you start establishing rules, you can see the way this is set up, the rule creation, this is the one area that I think still needs to be evolved a little bit more um, over the next couple of years, is the way that they're actually handling the rules and the way that they're set up. It's still very, uh, it's it's like QuickBooks Online, but the way it's structured, it just doesn't give enough control to it. I personally feel like there's a little bit faster ways to go about it. you have, of course, the ability to name your rule. You can have your money in, money out, as we all know from QBO. And then you're, when transactions meet all or any, I will tell you, whenever we see problems with rules in QBO, this is the area they almost always land in, almost every single time. So if you're using this in desktop, keep an eye towards that. And now you've got the ability for the memo, the description, memo being your bank memo, of course, description being the description that shows up. And those are two different things in a bank downloadable file, of course, as well as amount. So you can really fine tune these rules by adding extra lines onto the information. Um, My favorite example of stuff like this is using something like amount, and you can actually do is equal or greater to for like ATMs. So you could do, if it says ATM withdrawal, you could do amount is greater than $39.99 and less than $60, take and do the first portion to X amount, and then the remaining amount goes to, as a split goes to like bank fees. So having the ability to kind of do these multiple layers really helps quite a bit. Now, what it's doing, of course, as we all know, is it's going through the memos and trying to find the details, So we can start to apply different rules automatically inside of here. And once you have them recognized, all you have to do is come in and you're going to go either, you know, change them up or just do add and confirm. Now, these are older ones because I was setting this up. So I'm going to say, yeah, forget the fact it's 90 days, pulls them all in automatically, and I can go back to my unrecognized. but I can still see them from this session in the added to register also, which is really, really great.
0: Yeah, this is really, um, the, 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 the the in general, I mean, like, really high-level kind of stuff. It was always, um, as QBO kind of came out, mm-hmm. um, there was always that, yeah, but it does this in desktop. Bank feeds is one of those things that QBO is kind of, the roles are reversed. You know, it, it doesn't do a lot of things in the desktop that bank feeds do in, in QuickBooks Online. And so it's kind of neat to see some of these things, finding their way back into, in, into desktop.
2: You know, I, I agree with you. For the longest time, I've always seen it as people specifically moved from desktop to online because they wanted the power of automation. They that those bank feed capabilities, which, you know, quick, short plug, that's what led us to, to create Vendorsync was something very similar to this where it's that ability to take the power of, of the, the bank rules and make a hybrid solution for desktop. Uh, so people don't have to choose between the two. So this is a great uh, improvement. And again, this search function is just so powerful. If you look at any of Hector's videos, Seth David's videos, videos I do on the stuff, you cert, if you sort by a bank memo, you get all the notifies next to each other. You can very quickly, you know, instead of having to come in and click one at a time, you could filter down and change them in batches and bulks, and you just start getting through the stuff super fast. It's great.
0: Now the, there's that section of part, part partially recognized uh, what, what shows up in there. Um, have you seen what show, you know what, what, what will be partially? Is it part of a rule or is it just not quite sure what to make of it when you, when you see a transaction in there?
2: From what I've seen so far and, I, and I've been playing with it trying to number one break it and figure out ways to, to make it work better, it's when you have these different as you start adding more and more rules in, Um, you'll see that I don't have tons in here at the moment, but as you have more rules, the partially recognized is where it's uncertain about something. So if there's, um, if you already had, let's say you had somebody in the office that's cutting checks and you don't want rules to take over, you need to have those auto matched first. But if you also had the rules, everything else, what will happen is they're going to be uncertain. So this is not a Fully recognized, you can review it there instead first to make sure kind of level of uncertainty. Um, so hopefully that helps answer that question.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just uh, just to kind of point out that there are that there is like that no man's land between recognized and unrecognized, that where it could yeah. be partially recognized in the in the new uh, the the new bank feeds, and uh, one might think there's a lot of wasted real estate uh, up there at the top, but Since you only have one bank account listed here, those those tiles will actually fill in for each individual uh, account for that particular uh, financial institution. Uh, So they, um,
1: Uh. you
0: know, they they, that you might actually see multiple ones uh, show up there as you have more more banks. Correct.
2: Correct. Yeah. Uh, Again, fake data making a tour. We can share it openly out to the world. Uh, We only have the one account in this fake file, but yes, now you actually would have everything in one space. So you don't have to exit out of this, go to another account to then open that up and then make the different changes into that account. You can, much like QBO, go from each of the different accounts all within the same environment. Of course, all right.
0: And now it doesn't actually do it automatically like uh, like QuickBooks Online does. Uh, so we're not not there yet. It still needs to be initiated either the, the connection is still the same, right? You, you have to go out, get the get the bank's uh, feed to download the transactions to, or the file to bring in uh, to QuickBooks, or if you've connected it directly, you can hit the button, and then it'll go out and update your accounts, right?
2: So you can actually set up, um, as I just clicked it into a different screen here, you can set up <laughs> the bank feeds, um, if you wish, to go directly to a certain bank. Um so the difference there being, instead of having to go and download a QBO file, uh, this would actually make it to where you can click a button, have it update, and pull that information in, which is is very nice. So it's just a couple less clicks. So um, it so would. There's,
0: there's hard like hard. three different ways to connect. There's the web connect where you have to go find a file. There's a direct connect, uh, which typically involves a fee with the bank yes. to set that up, where it's a two way communication. You can send payments out of QuickBooks, and then there's a what QuickBooks Online uses is the, is the Express Connect connection and some financial institutions will allow you to do it that way. Is it uh, Chase and Capital One or uh, in, your, in your experience, have you seen?
2: They're expanding which, more, which more So, I mean, for a lot of the bank feeds, there's the whole idea of the, you go through the front door, which is using the username and password and you're scraping data. But now thanks to everybody getting on the same page of the importance of technology, they're now going through the back door And actually, using API calls and the Express Connect, so you're getting a more consistent connection, better data. It's it's um, definitely the way of the future. We're going to see more and more of these institutions, banks, and credit cards starting to use more of that.
1: Gotcha. I've got a couple questions. I've been monitoring the Q and A, and it's crazy. It's a full time (laughs) job in here. (laughs) So that's why I asked
0: you to join us, Carrie. (laughs)
1: Thanks. (laughs) I say you could never do this by yourself. Okay. So Helen Smith is asking. She said her rules are unstable in my QBO. Do you, can you? Does anyone? I, I'm not um, um, you know, on that.
2: I haven't experienced that myself with uh, QBO where the rules are unstable. But keep in mind that the order in which the rules are in in line there will absolutely change the way they respond. And I tend to find if you're finding situations something's not responding correctly double check that all versus any, and I'm sure it'll be the same thing here as well. Check that first. Also then take the rule, move it to the top, check and see if it works perfectly then. If it does, you know you've got a good rule and then you just have to figure it out from there. But if you still have a challenge, reach out to me afterwards. I love bank feed problems. (laughs) i live by them.
1: Here's some more. They keep rolling in, so hold on. (laughs) Michael is asking well Michael this is a comment so maybe you can um, give some feedback he says um, I prefer the way QBO allows you to make the headers smaller for the actual workspace is that something we can't do in in this oh new so
2: talking about this area at the top here yeah um, that is gr- a great feedback that I'm sure Intuit would love I'll be happy to try to pass it on as best I can but I'm sure they would love that feedback so this would be collapsible and give you more workable environment it's a great suggestion
0: Good. And if you and if you recall, QBO didn't do that at first. Correct. So that was something that was added based on the feedback. So uh, it's great that, you know, it started to look this way. And and these these are great uh, feedbacks and call outs as well. And eventually, um, those types of things should happen um, as we as we voice our voice our concerns.
1: Okay, and this is a question. I think I know the answer, but since we're letting Matt lead this one, double check. So does American Express card allow to use bank feed feature?
2: Uh, Good. Okay, so I assume the question is, do we have the ability for like the direct connection because we've had so many difficulties with all the, there's been a lot of companies where they pop up and don't work for a bit of time. I'd have to double check it. Um, I think it's still a downloadable setup. So I, I don't know for sure.
1: All right. Um, yeah. there's more, uh, every time like, I, I want- an answer those right <laughs> in the background,
2: um, as you, that way, cause I know there's so many amazing features. In yeah. Yeah. We've only talked
0: about one major feature in, in 2021. So, um, uh, actually let's go ahead and launch a, a poll. Uh, and then, uh, we can maybe address some of these extra, uh, extra questions that are coming in here. Okay. So <clears throat> oftentimes, you know, what, um, what frequency is, is, uh, when you, when you upgrade, you know, sometimes they'll leapfrog over, over one year. Uh, sometimes they'll got to have the new version. Uh, what, what is your upgrade habits of your, of your desktop clients? Do they wait until Intuit sunsets the, <laughs> the services that are attached to it? Or, you know, sometimes they'll just drive it into the ground. You know, they don't use payroll. They don't use online banking. They don't use any of the services. They just use it as a glorified checkbook. I'm going to drive this until until, maybe Windows upgrades and no longer supports it. The Windows fall off, basically. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. My, my dad's PT cruiser.
2: <laughs> I would love to see from people in the comments to please comment. What is the oldest version of QuickBooks Desktop you still are actively using somehow for a client some way? I'd love to know what the oldest one they're actually using is. That's
0: that's a good that's a good thing we had um uh when i worked it into it they had um uh, qbo they had a, a qbo uh, accountant cloud pro advisor number that they they reused it was actually a registration Whoa. number for um for for quicken 2000, uh, 1999, 2000 quicken <laughs> and people would call we pe- we got calls for people trying to register uh, quick in two thousand and and quick in two uh quick in nineteen ninety nine and uh yeah, some people were upset that we couldn't actually do that.
2: <laughs> so real quickly, and you guys are wondering why they're switching over to this subscription based thing' <laughs> there's, there's i think the oldest I saw was two thousand one or two thousand three
1: yeah <laughs> security right is that the answer
2: wow. Yeah. It's
1: 2008, 2013. I'm I'm looking at these. I'm in shock. 2000. Okay. Just trying to.
0: (laughs) Right. So yeah. um, Most folks only when necessary. So uh, some of the things that we're talking about here are actually not. um,
1: 2007. I'm trying to find the oldest one. Keep going.
0: Some of the, some of the features that we're talking about here are actually included in other versions of QuickBooks. So, uh, that's that's another thing to call out to. That just these things that we're we're talking about here are just in 2021. Oh. Uh, so if they're going from uh, 2018 to 2021, uh, they're getting everything that's in those other versions uh, as well. So something new in uh, 2000. Uh,
1: I got a winner. Oh, 2001. Whoa, 97, 97. <laughs> I've never seen that.
0: Uh, so new in 2021 is uh, customer groups. Um, are you guys able to hear
2: me okay? Uh, I am. I am. Yes. Okay. Um,
0: okay. I, yeah. I was noticing that it wasn't flipping over to me being the speaker view. So I wondered if maybe there was a, a lag or delay or something. Um, looks like everybody can hear you so, great. You're good. Okay. Great. Cause I'd hate to be talking and nobody hear me.
1: <laughs> I can hear you.
0: Okay. Good. Uh, so new in in 2021 is customer groups. Um, this is a this kind of a, is a feature that leads to other services or to other other features, uh, but it is a dynamic rule-based grouping based on various customer fields. So you can set up, um, you know, uh, group groups for your your sales reps or a certain customer types. So if you have retail versus wholesale, you can set up groups uh, to be able to make a dynamic grouping and then you can do things with those uh, groups so you don't have to go back and make them a a part of the group you set up these rules and then as you add customers or modify customers they become part of these groups and one one of the things that you can actually do is send automated statements now (laughs) Uh, so you automatically email statements to your customer um does not actually send those things, but it creates those uh, those, those statements. Uh, they they can be reviewed, and they can you can create multiples based on those various different groups. So, in the customer groups setup, you can set up multiple different groups. So maybe they're monthly versus biweekly, uh, and then you can automate those statements uh, inside of QuickBooks to automatically pre- generate those statements, and then you mass e them mass email them out, out of your QuickBooks. Now, this, is, uh, this is one of the features that, that is uh, what took you so long. <laughs> uh, you can now create a customizable payment receipt. Uh, so as you're creating a customer payment, there is a, now a new template that can be customized just like every other template that's in, that's in QuickBooks uh, to be able to um, uh, email or uh, send that out uh, to, your, to your customer so that they have a receipt of payment. So you can put your logo on it um, and those t- those types of things. In uh, QuickBooks payments, uh, so when you have uh, a payment uh, payment enabled version of QuickBooks where you email out your invoices and they pay online, uh, they can uh, now, uh, or now the uh, they've improved the auto matching of QuickBooks payments. A lot of times I've, I've seen it on the, the Facebook group uh, that it didn't, uh, actually, share or it didn't actually um, connect to the invoice. Uh, that is gotten some uh, attention in 2021, uh, but you know you're going to need to see how this actually plays out.
2: <laughs> um, Th- this Matt, is definitely, a, yeah. This is so. This functionality is one of the biggest benefits we've we've seen out of like the online environment. And just like anything else, it does require us to mean like keep an eye on it and watch it to make sure things are connecting correctly. But hey, that's part of our job anyways. If it didn't exist before, we're still getting a major benefit of the majority of them that all connect very nicely. So this is great to see in desktop that it's able to have that like dual-way connection and, and help make those links for you.
0: And the biggest thing is next day funding is, is now actually available in desktop. So uh, you know because cash flow is so important these days um being able to have access to your to your funds next day, as opposed to, you know, waiting that two or up to five days with, uh, with ACH uh, is, is, is very important now. Now there's some tools that come along with, uh, that have come along with the 2021 uh, ride, <laughs> uh, desktop manager. So it's kind of like if you've ever used as an accountant, uh, the file manager for company files, Uh, But this is a a consolidation of your installations of of QuickBooks. So uh, rather than going out to your camps uh, campsite to find um, and and download your versions of QuickBooks, uh, you can download this desktop manager and it connects to your account and will have easily accessible uh, ways for you to uh, download and install your versions, uh, various versions of QuickBooks. Uh, doesn't work with point-of-sale or, or Mac, so it's only the, the Windows-based versions of, of QuickBooks, uh, but we provided a link to it here uh, in the slides.
2: The one-time there... password one, real quick, mm-hmm. such a huge benefit because the password thing was becoming a big difficulty with desktop that if you had mm-hmm. to, it would still ask you the security question that you'd have to create one, but you couldn't use it. You'd have to call <laughs> and like, oh my All goodness, right. so it's great to see this tool hub.
0: Yeah, this and the, the tool hub here, um, you know, you had multiple and, and a hodgepodge of, of different tools like the desktop, uh, the file doctor, uh, or you know, uh, there was actually a network nurse, um, <laughs> that's what we <laughs> called it in, internally. Um, so all of the all of the Intuit Healthcare, it's <laughs> now in one place, uh, as well as the password reset um, and the, some other um, other tools, the PDF. Uh, you know, those types of things. So you can just download the tool and be able to have uh, access to that. So the clean, uh, clean installation issues, uh, any um, uh, prerequisite uh, like .NET framework and, and those types of things that need to be installed as part of Windows that may or may not be there, you can make sure that they're, uh, they're accessible all in just one place. So again, another link there for the, the tool hub Uh, in in 2021. Uh, So now we're moving into the plus subscriptions. Uh, So this is the desktop uh, version where it is a subscription based. Uh, So this is the feature that is actually uh, included with with the plus subscription. So you have to have a plus subscription in order to utilize that. So we're going to hand this on over to Carrie, who's going to show us uh, actually first what we're going to do is, um, I'm going to share my,
1: uh, um, my phone. So, and this is, this is in QuickBooks desktop subscription all the way. So we're telling you where it at least is, it's not on the one-time purchase. So, right. Hey, a whole lot cheaper to do the subscription.
0: <laughs> exactly. So let me go to launch.
1: You know what the butt is the discount they offer is only year one. There's the reseller in me coming yeah. out. <laughs> <I know.
2: laughs> this, is show, this is a great example, again, of taking cloud technology and bringing it back down, though, and making it available for people to use. So right. um, I know that we've experienced this price increase, but I'm sure everybody has to agree. There's a top top the road, obvious like time and energy has gone into the development of this 2021 to, to enhance it with these new features.
1: Uh, the, I to me, as far it. as putting the while well, we're waiting for you to do this, for me, this is I can't wait to really use this in our own office because we finally stopped worrying about attaching our receipts because it was so cumbersome. This is so much easier. So if it helps us attach his receipts and have them saved um, in our so we can get to them, we don't have to have some additional subscription. I think it's a huge game changer. All right.
0: Well, I have uh, I'm having some difficulty with the well, we- just trusting my know. computer, oh. <laughs> but if you have used um, if you have used the receipt capture in in QBO again, this is another one of those features that it's if you if you if you've used it and seen it in in QBO, uh, you know how to use yeah. it in, in desktop. So, uh, Carrie, if you want to share your screen so you can see uh, the actual <clears throat> what it looks like in in your version of, of desktop. Okay. But um, but the whole idea is that you take a picture uh, on your on your mobile device. There is now a QuickBooks desktop uh, app for uh, for just this feature. And I'm sure as new features are are rolling themselves back in, that there'll be other functionality that'll be associated with that. But right now for uh, for 2021, it's the receipt management. So
1: so under it, vendor under your vendor menu, there's a new section called receipt management, but. So the magic of tv or <laughs> zoom uh, i'm going straight to it because sometimes zoom kind of slows you down we uh, scanned in as we were playing with those two receipts and there were a couple things that i thought were super super neat about it um, so one of them is when you when you hit it for review select for review it's like it's got some AI intelligence. It, it wants me to link it to something. But it, it went ahead and it figured out some things for us. Like it, it, it wrote the amount, it wrote the date, it wrote the, and, and, you know, the, remember, I'm in desktop, so Don't make fun of me. This has always been in QBO. I'm showing my desktop. So I think that the, the AI on it is really strong. Um, it, there are a couple things to call out: is that you can add a class to it, you can add a job, not the not a job. It has, I mean, a job, not just a customer. So you have to I for job it.
2: costing, basically. Right, it
1: has to be job costing, which is powerful. Um, when you when you do scan it in, that we weren't able to show you, you can put notes in it. Um, it was pretty good at figuring out the vendor. I thought that was pretty slick. And then I get to pick you know the account that it'll go into obviously not bank account and then up here what's super neat about it is if i had connected it to a uh, a credit card it it's already sort of with the bank feeds and everything it's trying its hardest to do the work for us so
0: what these will do is it'll create the transaction for you and then it will match then to as the bank feeds come in so it's just a way to add in the transactions as, as and it also creates this as, a, as an attached transaction or attached picture so that you have now that proof of what it actually is if, if need be.
2: So a couple of quick questions we've got, which are great questions on this. Um, one of them is if, if you were in the desktop environment and you'd established these uh, links, these connections, everything else, and you decided to go to QuickBooks Online, would these attachments be lost during that transfer or will, actually, will they actually go to the cloud as well?
1: it goes well that's a really good question i know that it's saved natively and that's one of my like you don't but i don't know if it'll actually travel its way to qbo but the the scan document is saved in your file it doesn't it's not living in and in into it right dan right
2: it's Not
1: crap uh, so they, they've had so other that, things like this where they're trapped into some subscription this is not
0: yeah it actually gets associated wherever your attachments are are downloaded and stored in the in the document center. Uh, it will get saved there as well. So if you do make the journey to to QBO, you can take all those attachments and and upload them. They won't make the journey. When that... if you convert from desktop to, to online, those attachments don't don't get automatically attached. Uh, but you can then take all of those attachments and uh, you know upload them um, in the attachment section in QBO.
2: Now, one last nerdy type thing um, that I would <laughs> like to check out is on the vendor area, in QuickBooks Desktop, when you, if you go and edit a vendor, you can assign a specific account to that vendor. I yeah. would love to know if that account would populate automatically then into that field whenever you, that's being selected. Because now, you can pull a receipt in. It recognizes the vendor name and categorizes it for you, possibly. <clears throat> That's a good yeah, question. that
0: would be, uh, I think in our in our playing around with it, Carrie, we, we didn't actually, it didn't create, I mean, it, it put that stop and shop as a vendor in there, but I, I don't remember if okay. we actually that's had to record yeah, that so it, or not. I don't,
1: it hasn't even added stop and shop. So we can. Um, and the third one down there. Perfect. Yep. So I'm just going to do something real quick and then see, Yeah, that's that's an excellent call out. So I can go here to edit it and because it created that vendor for me it didn't know it probably hadn't mapped it so um where's stop and shop oh that's neat yeah i just did well, um, it with capitals
2: i'll play with it and i'll report back on the, <laughs> the comments there or into the group itself because that, it that could be be great
1: feedback. if it's not if it's kind of glitchy let's give that feedback to clean that yeah. up and Is if it, you
0: have those receipts actually on your computer, you can just throw them in here, um, and you know it doesn't have to be done only on the mobile on the right. mobile uh, mobile app. So if you have them already saved or scanned, you can uh, drop them into the receipt management. It will then process them, and then you can then work with them uh, here.
1: And like all features, I just want to call out too. I think it's always a good idea um, to. You can say drink your own champagne or disgusting, eat your own dog food, see how it works for you. <laughs> and, and then you can show that. And then, you know, then you can show them this great feature and this is why they need this version that you love and support. So there you go.
0: All right. So let's go ahead and move on to.
1: Stop my share. Next.
0: Let's see. There we are. Okay, so this is what uh, what the mobile app actually does look like um, when you do snap a snap a picture, snap a fo- uh, snap a photo. There was a photo and a picture at the same time.
1: we <laughs> <I> another <laughs> um, screen. screen. We're seeing another screen. Probably got all kind of bad stuff on it. I see my one. Stop
0: the share.
1: <laughs>
0: that's because you have that's a map. Me- that's the messy so one. <laughs> There we go.
1: All right, there we are. <laughs> I mean,
0: I'm looking at it.
1: <laughs> You're I looking should be, at you it. A chair. <laughs> Carrie, are you logging in? Oh, I'm G.
0: All right. So, um, moving on to so we we're, we're, we're coming in for a landing and, and the good news is that the the, the other features are are really uh, high-level type of uh, type of features. So, with the Accountant edition, you can now batch delete uh, sales orders. Uh, it's just an additional uh, transaction type that you can now uh, remove in bulk. Uh, of course, these uh, sales orders need to be not attached to a uh, to an invoice. But why would you want to delete a, a sales order that is attached uh, to a, to an invoice? Uh, so that's an uh, accountant addition. Uh, the enterprise—the only features that, or the only version of enterprise that that got any new features—is the platinum edition because they're all based on the advanced uh, inventory. Uh, so, with the uh, with with the groups, uh, you have the ability of, uh, to set up vendor groups. Uh, so, data level permissions—we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, landed costs uh, had some changes and requiring serial and lot numbers. Uh, with uh, with regards to advanced inventory uh, and then being able to print barcode labels uh, with prices on them and then the alternate vendor column on the stock status report. Uh, so data level permission, this ties in with the customer and the vendor uh, group. So enterprise only will have the vendor groups option. Uh, so when you're creating uh, your custom uh, permissions, which uh, enterprise is, is, you know, unleashed <laughs> uh, uh, data level security uh, or, or security in general, you can now uh, use those groups in combination with, uh, with permissions. So, uh, so if you have uh, sales reps, uh, for example, and you create a group that only ties to a specific sales rep, you can now go into that person's individual uh, 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 roles and permissions and only give them access to their own customers. Uh, really, that's what it, that's what it boils down to. with regards to the the customer groups, uh, vendor groups. So with AR and AP, you can now be uh, late. You know, you have a little bit more customization with regards to who can see what and do what with those uh, customers and vendor groups.
2: That really could be a big thing as you get larger. Obviously, enterprise users, right? Larger companies. If they're dealing with anything EDI or big box companies, you want to maybe, you want somebody to have like dedicated, these These are your walls. We want you to stay within these, work on only these ones and keep the blinders on everything else. So that's a really good add on. Yeah.
0: Landed cost, uh, which was a feature last year, uh, you can now add and track that across cost of goods sold. So before the recommended is to do that through the other current assets when you, when you assign that. Uh, that landed cost if you prefer you can assign that landed cost to the cost of goods sold now uh, requiring uh, serial and lot numbers this is a this is a game changer too this is a, also a, you know a simple <laughs> a simple thing but uh, you know it's kind of like the uh, um, the closing date you know <laughs> uh, and, and putting a password on it you know it's like when you're when you're dealing with uh, Something that requires uh, serial, when I mean, you're tracking serials or lot numbers, uh, you want to prohibit somebody from creating that transaction and now you can. Uh, so if you don't have those on, on the on the transactions, you can prohibit it from, from actually being recorded. Uh, barcode labels, uh, you can now pre- uh, print label prices on the barcodes. Uh, so if you're using uh, Enterprise uh, Platinum Edition, uh, you can choose the item barcodes and, and print the price on it as, as
1: well. Can I ask a quick, quick question? Yeah. The, I I just answered it and then I think I was wrong and I have to correct the customer (laughs) vendor level permissions that you just spoke of, I believe they're only in platinum and diamond and it's designed for like salespeople and, uh, and, and what those mid-level market customers have been requesting, right? Not silver. Okay. I answered right. Sorry, Lisa. I answered yes, and then I answered white. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's just double check. Ah, yeah. So, yeah. The only uh, the only enhancements is for platinum. Uh, diamond is a new version, but it's a, really a bundled platinum. So, uh, it's it's really just a
1: matter of diamond well, also, is inclusive of platinum. Pl- diamond also gives you it's kind of the new kid in the block. It gives you forty users, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. um, it has its place in certain places. We're just trying to figure out what that is.
0: But functionality wise yeah functionality wise it is uh, it is platinum it just has I've more another,
1: uh, another question when you went over the sales orders idea mm-hmm. and you batch close them if a client doesn't want to delete them
0: that is just I mean that that's part of the batch delete. Uh, option so uh, just like anything else that's a batch deletable that's all you can do in the in the batch delete is delete them Uh, you can't batch it's not a batch modify it's a it's a batch uh, delete process so uh, launch to the last poll here did you learn something new today Uh, go ahead and answer that Uh, were there any other uh, questions that that filtered through Matt or or carry that you saw got oh,
1: it narrowed down to four can you split those <laughs> receipts down to two accounts i don't i think you can eventually but when they're popping in i only saw that one drop down and then you could yeah. go edit it later
0: yeah and I, I believe that was the same way in in qbo when the uh, when the receipts first came out is that it was only one uh one account that you can uh that you can uh, classify it with but once the transaction's in there then you can modify it however However, you prefer. So, if you need to split that out, you certainly could. Matthew, you going to This has definitely
2: motivated me towards doing a video to kind of show the differences with the receipt capture because there's a lot of excitement about receipt capture and what can and can't be done, Um, showing the functionality of that and even comparing it to like QBO. So, if uh, everybody will bear with me just to give me a little bit of time (laughs) through the weekend or so, I'll put together a video and we can uh, put it in our group, QB Community Live, but also share it into. Uh, QB Power hour as well for everybody yeah
0: and uh, congratulations Matt um, you know with with the with the growth of your your commu- QB community live uh, both our our group the, the the QB Power hour group and and QB community live was listed on the top five uh, groups Facebook groups to actually grow your business practice so um, I've seen it grow uh, in the last couple of years pretty pretty tremendously and to, to get that accolade. Thank That's pretty you. awesome.
2: That that award truly goes to the members. Um, Linda and I are. We feel so fortunate. We were the ones that hit the power button to turn the thing on. But it's the actual group itself that has evolved it into what it is. But it is such an amazing honor. First thing I did is call my mom. I said, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> and your mom is actually part of the group, which is yep. uh,
0: pretty awesome. <laughs> Um, somebody was saying the auto magic is not working well for an auto matching and QB payments. Um, I'm not sure if that is in 2021 that you're seeing that, or if that is actually in, in 2020, uh, that has always been a, uh, a concern is that it just doesn't match right. Or it comes in with that QB customer, uh, as it's downloaded 2021 should be, um, uh, should be taking, um, some attention on that as well.
1: So. I have a confession to make. So as I was flying through the questions, cause they were coming at me fast. I closed one out, but I said, I promise I'll bring it up. So I have to say it cause it came in before these. Somebody wanted to, somebody asked, what's the difference between QuickBooks accountant edition and enterprise? So I can answer that question. real fast. Yeah. So the QuickBooks accountant comes in premier And it comes in enterprise. Those are two totally different products. Obviously, Premier's enterprise is a step up. It includes accountant tools. But the new thing that's happened over the last so many years, I don't know the answer to that, is that you can actually log in, create a user in any customer's data file, which I recommend always logging in as yourself so they don't point the finger at you for messing everything up when you started. And um, and you can access those same accountant tools, almost all of them, from a non-accountant edition. So over the years, they have made it so that only accountants can purchase those two products, Premier or Enterprise, that you get as an as a QuickBooks paid Pro Advisor. Uh, but now you can unlock them inside the program and not not feel like you have to take their data file in house. So I hope that answered. Whoever asked that, I apologize for closing you out and getting you ignored for a bit.
2: <laughs> One other aspect of, of the accountant, uh, the way the account comes about is you set up and if you're doing the pro advisor for desktop, you get your accountant version. And as part of that subscription, you receive access to basically every type of QuickBooks, um, desktop, enterprise, point of sale, Mac, depending on the subscription level for that year. So what where that's really powerful is after you've been doing it for many, many years, you now have each iteration. So if you do have some of these people that are still using 2001, 2004, you can help them migrate up to current without having challenges. Awesome. Uh, uh, again, go ahead.
1: Uh, the external accountant, I think that is, Lisa's asking, I think it's the external accountant that you've mm-hmm. set up and that allows yep. you, what's nice about that is you don't get run into the change your password every whatever days because of credit cards so that's yes that's the answer
0: yeah it's always good to send up uh, set up the set up yourself as the external accountant then you can use those accountant tools uh, inside of inside of non accountant versions of, of QuickBooks uh, well Carrie and Matt I, I want to thank you again for, for filling in on, on such short notice and I really appreciate your your insights uh, into the, the desktop world um, because it still is not dead.
1: Right, no, it's not dead.
2: <laughs> it's got a lot of life in it. And again, it's all about choosing the right tool for the job. So yeah. our, our job is to know what makes the differences between them so our clients can have the best opportunity for success.
1: Awesome. And and I'll do a quick shout out to it's very important to build a community working with partners or whatever, because if you don't feel comfortable with desktop, find someone who does and they might not like QBO. So work with other pro advisors, build your network, come up with some kind of something that works for you so you can feel like you can grow.
0: And don't turn away
1: any business unless they're really nasty people. Then it's OK.
0: <laughs> then kick them to the curb.
1: Yeah. Or send them to Dan. No, I'm just kidding. Oh.
0: Wow I'm kidding. <laughs> well, again I'm kidding Again thank you bo- thank you both for joining us and thank you everyone for for joining us live and uh, we'll, we'll have the replays on the on the podcast and in the YouTube channel uh, shortly later today and uh, we'll see you next week uh, or next next time on the Power Hour. We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.